What's up, Ecosystem? Welcome back to ATI Auto Business. It is Friday. It is, actually, it's not noon. It's 11 a.m. Central Time. We're going to go live one hour early today because we have a special, we have two special guests. Never been on ATI before. Actually, we caught up with Chris from PCG Digital live at NIADA on the expo floor, and that's turned into a show. One of the things we talk about a lot is the reason we go to trade shows, we meet new people, we learn new things, we do live coverage, and that ends up turning into further content and further business opportunities, and that's why we keep saying you should go to trade shows. But anyways, it's Cars on the Move, it's Friday, and already on fire, ready to go. So please do jump in the live chat. Oh, Charles Lemons is here. What's going on, Charles? Thanks for saying hello. Please do remember that. Uh, please do leave a like. And you can share and copy and post and tweet and all that cool stuff. And we appreciate it. So here we go. Let's bring in my friend, my co-host. Here he is. Ty Thompson. What's up, Ty? Beautiful day. It's beautiful, right. magnificent, glory, yeah. incredible day out yeah. where I'm at. Yeah, uh, and no, I wish I was in the parking lot, but it didn't work out today. Yeah. So um, I'm excited today. I did meet Chris at the NIADA, just briefly, PCG, Pash, right? Bra Pash right, right, PCG Digital, Brian Pash. And if Brian anybody Pash. knows who Brian Pash is, it should well, conjure... Yeah, yeah, big big name in the industry. Huge. Been around for a long time, and yes. honestly, uh, I'm really excited because we I don't know PCG that well, so we're gonna get to see. Nor do I. Full disclosure. Yeah. Nor do I. Right, yeah. which is the beautiful part about ATI, in my opinion. ATI is here to educate the community on the customer. Who's your customer, right? How do you how do you deal with anything that you can learn about your customer? is a win for you and today you're going to get your mind melted so be ready because you these just made people me think, are amazing how about this Here, here's your yeah when you're in any random conversation which everybody is randomly in random conversations <laughs> and they'll say things that you either can relate to or can't right. and the more you can randomly relate to what people are randomly saying the better mm -hmm. off you are and the deeper the potential relationship will be. Now we're moving this into the business realm. If you, you only live in an echo chamber of a few topics, I don't know how you're going to relate no. to somebody you just met randomly. Well, this, this is why this, this is going to be a really interesting conversation today that uh, we should probably just go ahead and dive right in. Yeah, exactly. That's how intense this is. We this should is just crazy. sit and talk about them and leave them in <laughs> no. the waiting room. <laughs> no, I no. think we should bring them in. Before. All right, here we go. Gonna, Let's, yeah. yeah. Okay, here we go. We're going to bring in Chris first. Please do help us wish a very warm welcome to uh, Chris Descanio. Now, uh, as Chris will tell you, he is, I, pull, I have to pull it up here, Digital Marketing Sales Executive at PCG Digital, and he's going to tell us more about what that means. Oh, Chris, can you see us and hear us okay? I can see and hear you just fine. All right, cool. We see you. We hear you. Please say hello and tell us a little bit more about you. 
Yeah, great. So uh, good afternoon to people on the East Coast with me. Good morning to those over on your time and uh, good day to everybody else. Uh, my name is Chris Piscanio. Some people call me Hawaii. I work for PCG Digital, our, our, our full service digital retail agency. We also do consulting and uh, put together our own conventions. Um, so I'm super excited uh, to speak with you guys. Uh, met Ty at NIADA. We hit it off right away. And uh, it should be a really good conversation. I am a huge ball of fire. We have a good, good friend of mine, Brooke Furness, with us. She is a ball of fire. So it should be a spicy conversation that we have today. Let's do this because I know you both have a lot to contribute. So here we go. Camera one, please do help us wish a very warm welcome to first time on ATI, Brooke she is the president and founder of BZ Consultants Digital Marketing Agency. Did I get that right? Yes, you did. Right, awesome. awesome. So thanks for joining. We can see you. We can hear you. Please say hello and tell us a little bit more about you. Yes, I am Brooke Furness. I'm the CEO and founder of BZ Consultants Group, and we are a consulting group that really started the whole company to give a voice back to the dealerships and dealers and to inspect what should be expected of digital vendors and to hold vendors accountable. And that is what we do is just go in there, be product agnostic and to help not only the dealerships learn, but also to help vendors to say, hey, you're doing a great job here. Hey, here's an area of improvement and just to help everybody and educate everybody. So that is that's how we came to be. So, all right, we had an opportunity to get you know to get to know you both a little bit, and you're talking a lot about what? What are you talking about? Right. Uh, so As today, an outsider. Gonna, what are yeah. You so about? today yeah. we're going to talk about something me and Brooke have been talking about recently, and that is just what the experience is like for a consumer to go and do what they do, and that's to buy a car. Uh, we know that most people are buying a car and starting their process on the internet. They're going to dealerships' websites. They may come into the dealership at some point, but really they're doing most of the legwork that way. And if you're in the auto industry, whether you're into transport or you work inside a dealership or for a vendor or anything like that, your experience purchasing a car is generally much different than your experience for the average person purchasing a car on a website. General sales managers, people that are in the industry, industry know-hows, you're just going to make a phone call up to somebody who works at the dealership for the brand that you're looking to purchase. They're going to tell you, hey, great, Jay, I got you exactly what you need. I can sell it to you for X. Come on in. We're going to have one of my salespeople deliver it to you. And that experience is very smooth and very different. Now, my next door neighbor, Mr. Smith and Mrs. Smith, they want to buy that same exact car, but their experience is much, much different. And it is not as smooth going through the website. So, uh, you know, we're going to talk about that. Amen. Well, hey, by the way, yeah, good job. In that earlier, you kept saying CX. I think yeah. that's what you kept saying. So CX, customer experience, is that what CX is? Correct. So look, we're looking and we're talking. This is a cool little term to know, guys, because I just learned it. So thanks for educating right. us on because that. Because UX is, is that design? User experience. User experience. Okay. And to, to Chris's point, okay, to Chris's point is that too often as we get into this is that it, I know that I've been at the dealership and I've worked there and you know done had multiple whether be in the dealership on the vendor side now as a as an owner, is we get so attached and it's not a bad thing. We just look at that website so often is that it's we almost become blind to it. So we need that outside eyes whether that's you hire someone or just say hey 
Mr. and Mrs. Receptionist, you take a look at the website or bring in your, your spouse or some that's not in the car industry to take a look at it because we get so, it's almost like our baby that we've, we've spent all this time looking at it and then we're like, oh, I, I love it. It looks awesome. Now it may look awesome, but the experience is not so awesome. And so that's what, also what we're talking about as well. What if, what if like, uh, what if I, and this is no joke, like uh, I'm looking maybe to buy a used Audi right now. And I'm in the Kansas City area. Okay. Uh, I'm looking for an S4. And I'm looking for one that's black with red interior. And I want it to be at least a 2018 or newer with under 75,000 miles. Great car, by the way. How do I find that car? This is what you guys do, right? I'm just making sure. So, I mean, <laughs> we can definitely talk about this. Uh, so, what you're talking about really is is... The, the people that do that best are platform selling companies. So AutoTrader, CarGurus.com, those type right. of places where you can go and search nationally inventory to find a very specific car. But once you do that, you're going to end up at some point in time on a dealer's mm -hmm. website and trying to contact that dealer, trying to find out information on it. So like, is this a real thing, Ty, or did you just make that specific car up? No, that's a real thing. Um, okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. what is the upgraded? Uh, is it um, Audi's upgraded sound system? It's something and something. Uh, I cannot Wolf remember. Bang, Wolf Bang, Wolf, something. The sound yeah, si sound exactly. system. Yeah. Yeah. So like, so so you never said right, but <laughs> yeah. So so, and I'm blanking right now. So if you were to go to that dealer's website, what the dealer is going to do on their what's called their VLA, which is is their vehicle listing ad. That's their vehicle listing on their website. They're going to put in something that's called a VIN exploder. They're going to put the VIN into their uh, inventory uploader, and it's going to take that VIN and it's going to explode information from that VIN about the features that that car they have in stock has. Now, Bang & Olufsen is the name of the, the upgraded sound system. So if you Thank wanted you. the Bang & Olufsen sound system, right? It may right. or may not be listed from that VIN exploder. Now you got to go through a process to figure out if that one car has that or not, because that's the feature you really, really want, so to speak. Uh, right. And so there's a lot of obstacles in the way of trying to get that information from a dealership. Mm -hmm. Well, and Chris, I'll take this a step further. So let's say that you're on an auto trader. So this is going to go one from the customer experience and the user experience. So let's say you're on an auto trader. You might be on, let's say, you're submitting that lead. What you don't know as a consumer is that lead is actually being submitted to most likely multiple different stores. Now, you may, when you're on AutoTrader, that whole that whole experience is that when you submit that, you might want wanting to go to ABC Motors. Now, the way that those third-party sites work is that it's going to be like, oh, so you're interested in this. How about this? You're like, oh, well, I like XYZ Motors as well. Now, you may not know that you're submitting to XYZ Motors. Now, all of that is going back to all these different, to say, to five or six different dealerships and how then that they then interact with you, that's going to also depend on how you want to interact back with them. So now let's say you now go uh, to their website. All that information, let's say also when they're on AutoTrader, let's go back to AutoTrader, if that price isn't there, if those photos aren't there, if those photos just honestly suck, are you even going to yeah. remotely interact with them? No. If that price is like call call for dealer for price, are you are you less 
inclined to reach out to them? No, you're probably like, I want to know a price. I want to, if those, once again, if those photos suck, statistically, you're not going to interact with, there are so many studies on this. So now you go back to the dealership, you're on the dealership sites. If those prices are different, if the, once again, going back to the photos, if the information's not there, all of these things play a massive, massive role in it. And if it's super, super difficult to navigate it, which I know we're going to get into, there's like 17 call to action buttons. You're like, what the hell is this? I'm like, I'm like, you have button overload, button fatigue. You're like, I don't even know where to click. I just want to know what this costs, if you have it, what's it going in all the information that you just want to know, like, why is this? Just keep it simple, stupid. Like this shouldn't be this difficult to buy a 50, $60 car. A step further, Brooke. So back to <laughs> the experience, right? And as, as we said, it's going to get fiery. It's going to get spicy. And uh, I'm, I am yeah. here for it. I am here for this. So <laughs> we can all agree. I think we can all agree that automotive through most fault of our own over the past 30, 40 years, tends to have a bad reputation, trustworthy for most consumers, right? Statistics prove that as well. So the way for us to change that is to give customers a new experience where they can trust us. And to the point of Brooke saying, listen, if a price is here one place and something different there, there you go. It's like dating somebody, red flag. This person said they did this, they don't do that, red flag and not. You just reminded me of something. I want to say this. Somebody was showing me that we're shopping for a car, and the sales guy, lady, whoever, sent a couple videos of the car. And I thought, that's really cool. Then I looked at the videos. One of them was sideways. So, you know, that's fine. No big deal. Then one of them was the dealer just kind of rambling. Like, he's looking at the car, and he's like, so... I hear that you're into, you know, and it's almost like reading notes. Like, I hear that you're into, you know. And I thought, okay, so good job on getting the videos. But it's kind of, I don't know. Like, if I had two other really good ones, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not coming back here. Yeah, and and again, so, you know, if that video maybe was more informative uh, instead of such a maybe a sales push where it sounds like that's what you're saying, the person was more focused just on the sale instead of helping. Yeah, instead of the features, yeah. And again, then that's the misconception that, listen, uh, profit is not a bad word. To sell a car, there's nothing wrong with that. That's what we're in the business for. Uh, But it's just that I think that some of the misconceptions is that some dealerships don't do it ethically or maybe morally as well as they should. And so by not being so pushy, definitely builds a better trust. And Chris, your point is that you you, – I just want to touch on that point right there is that because – so once again, going back to facts, you all know what we at this point, I'm facts, not feelings. That's at the name of my freaking podcast. Like I'm very big on the facts part of it is that we're trusted as much as a politician. And so that is the perception of us. And to change that perception is, oh, you're making a killing off this. <sighs> well, it, last year's a, you take that out of the out of the mix. Like last year, everyone was making a ton of money. But by and large, no, not really. So if you can be more honest with the consumer of, hey, okay, everything went up, inflation's up. Hey, my Air Jordans cost more than they've ever cost before. Bacon costs more. My freaking loaf of bread is double what it costs. Everything costs more. So when you put that in perspective, that profit is not a dirty word. Everyone at businesses needs to make more money. Like we have to make make money for a profit. It's not a dirty word. It's how you go about it. Hey, do you know that if you go and do this on our digital retailing tool, that this can save you only being an hour in the store? Wouldn't that, what, what is that? Is, everyone wants more time in their life, right? So when you can, how you go about in the process of it, that right there, 
speaks volumes. So if we can get away from just, oh, we can just stick it to the dealer. Not that people are doing that. I'm just saying how you go about and, and presenting that to the consumer. That right there is gold. Absolutely. So I've got, so I'm, I want a car, right? I'm looking for a car. I can call up my buddy at the car dealership that I know that I've dealt with. I can get on a third party, which I think we described was Car Guru, Auto Trader, several of them. Right? Car, there's a few, yeah. Yeah. Or I can get on an actual dealer website. Correct. Or one more, I can get in my old car and drive to the dealership and look, drive around. So sure. I think if I, these are the ways that people buy a car today. Did I hit them all? You did, and I think most people at some point in time are going to end up on a dealer website, um, and that's kind of where we're going with, all right, so when they end up at your actual website, they end up at tiemotors.com, what is their experience like? Yeah. Right. So can we see a bat, like, because I, I, you guys are saying, like, your website, and I, I, there's posts all over LinkedIn about this. So the lady went in, she was priced online through the chat. Uh, it was going to be a $30,000 Toyota Camry. She gets in there, it's $43,000. She leaves. She's like, oh, well, it could have just been a problem. Gets on another dealer website. Same same thing. Toyota, same car. Goes well, Finally gets into the store, and the price is nowhere close to what was happening online. And they're in this post, they're like, I hate car dealers. Stab them with the ice pick. I'm done. I'll walk. I'm buying a horse. And I mean, this is where I want to jump in and say, as soon as I realize that we have assumptions and needs, <clears throat> this applies to all industry. Yep. We have to check our expectations. And where did we get that idea? The thing is to keep up with people's expectations. That's not easy. So no. I'm going to give a little leeway for the sideways video. I mean, the guy's like, dude, yeah. I just found out about this lead. Somebody said, get out in the parking lot and shoot a video. You know, I'm not ready for that. <clears throat> I'm managing 10 personal items. So how do you, yeah, how do you quickly get to meeting the expectations and delivering this great experience? I'll take that. I'll start with this book. So I think most of it starts before it ever gets to the salesperson. Yep. It's got to start on your website. So as soon as that person gets to your website, that home landing page, there's a couple of things that should be on there. And there's a couple of things that shouldn't be on there that seem to be on every dealer's website. Uh, so first, I am a big advocate of the, I mean, I'm going to use the terminology why buy because people that have been in the car business for a long time in sales remember why buy. So when I started 20 plus years ago in the car industry, we would have something called a why buy book. And it'd be a book that you keep on your desk as a salesperson. And in there would be all the reasons why the customer should buy from you. Articles about the dealership, good articles about uh, the brand you're selling, maybe things about yourself, pictures of your family, reasons why you should buy. I think that should be a portion of the, the main homepage of a dealership's website. So they understand why they should buy from you. Who are you? Do you offer um, under an hour sales process where they can get in there and out? Do you offer delivery straight to their home where they don't have to come into the dealership? Are you big into charity? Uh, you know, have you dedicated, uh, have you donated to various funds and things like that? Uh, I know, I know like Subaru, for example, are very good at show, Subaru dealerships are very good at showing that they're into pets. 
Um, a lot of them are dog owners and display their dog owners. I'm a, I am have four dogs. That's a big thing to me. So th that's one thing that I think should be on dealerships home pages, right? So now, now you can start to, number one key to sales is make a friend. And so you start to make a friend and they understand who you are. And then the things that start to need to not be on there are all these pop-ups, all this sale. Well, this says 600 off. This says 200 off. This says, and now you start getting confusing. Things aren't running parallel with each other. And now you started to lose the trust. So a um, couple of things for me when I jump on a homepage of a website that are important. I call it the whack-a-mole. The whack-a-mole was the whack-a-mole chat, the whack-a-mole pop-ups. You're like, I just want to see what I need to get to if you don't have the search option. And to your point about the why buy, and now we are talking a little bit about offline about this, but we talk so much about we don't have a problem with acquisition. We do not have a problem with selling the freaking car. When you go to a website and you see that like the homepage is 90, what, 99% about selling the freaking car. Anyone that knows me, that was really difficult to to edit my language right there. <laughs> but it, it, well, how much of it is, is about service? We should be in the repeat and referral and retention business. Yes, selling a car is a portion, but it's a very small portion because if they're not coming back and servicing at the dealership, you've lost that customer and they're not going to come back and buy another vehicle from you. So on your on your homepage, everyone right now, don't don't leave this. Don't leave this live stream. After the live stream, go back and look at your website. Look and see on your homepage how much of it of your homepage has anything to do with service. How difficult is it to get to service? How difficult? And not just you. Have someone that's not in the dealership. Have your receptionist maybe. She's in the, he or she's in this is, is that. But also have your spouse, have your friend, have your neighbor say, how easy is it to navigate this service page? At your service page also, is it like just one little line about, do you have a wise service here? And if we go back even five years, Chris, you and I both know this. The why buy here was we're family owned. Well, most dealerships are family owned at this point. So you better have something more than your family owned because honestly, that's a load of crap to be honest. And it's not that I'm I'm <laughs> shitting on the fact that you're family owned, but everyone can claim, most people can claim that they're family owned at this point. So it better be something more than your family Walmart owned. Is family, Walmart is family owned. Oh, hey, yes. there yeah. you go, yeah. There you go. Thank you. So, yeah. I, so I like Amazon. that. Thank you, Brooke. Right. Well, we were talking it. about the. Um, sorry, Jim, but we're out. talking about. Get out of the way. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> well, she, so we were. I, I can't remember if it was Chris or Brooke, but we were talking about the chat. Yeah. Right. And the yeah. and the AI. And as you guys were talking about that earlier, have you heard of a company called Stella? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Which they do, I think, more service. Yes, yeah, service phone so, calls. Tell us about. Tell us about the chat and AI. I want to. I want to hear everybody hear that story because that's crazy. I'll let you start with this, Brooke. So the chat AI. So real quickly, love AI. I use it probably ninety eight percent of my day. I would be lost and have to hire an entire team if I didn't have AI. So I love AI. I want to be very clear on that. Understand if a company is not using AI, it's they are. They just have not implemented into a a public facing format, and it's for legal reasons. So if you're using AI. For the love of all that's holy, please have someone monitoring that. If you have a chat that's on AI, once again, please, this is what we call the CYA, have someone monitoring that. So there are multiple incidences where someone will, will chat into the chat, put in there and say, hey, you know, are your technicians certified? And the AI will say, yeah, we are all certified. They are all weren't certified. 
I was talking with a friend uh, last week and we were talking about when it gets into saying, hey, if you go to KBB, you can throw in and say, hey, this is what my car's worth. Well, based on what my car's worth, is this the out the door pricing? And the AI will be like, yeah, this is the outdoor pricing, out the door pricing. Well, if that's the case, now that dealership is held accountable and legally has to sell it for that. So there are so many things. The AI, also think of AI is, is a, it's with your phone, it's predictive text, but it's predictive text on steroids. So if someone is not monitoring that very, very, all the time, things can go wrong. People can put in something and be very malicious with that, take a screenshot and then hold you for ransom for that. There's so many things with AI. I love AI, but if you're putting it in a public public format, there are already lots of lawsuits going out right now. So just be really, really careful if you're using it in chat, if you're using it in a public facing format, because it can go very, very wrong, very, very quickly. And this is coming from someone that loves AI. I pay monthly fees for having the, the premium premium functions of AI, but not in a public facing format. Right, you're still the filter. Yes, yeah. I'm the human. I'm the human. I know where AI this needs to really go. This is really fascinating. Because yeah, yeah. there are people running around worried that AI's <laughs> just taking over everything. So I want to yeah. follow up with wow. that. So we will, I'm convinced, we will see lawsuits because of that, to your point, Brooke. Yeah. People are going to get sued and for millions and millions of dollars. And we'll see all that pan out in the future. For me, for chat, there's a couple of things that drive me crazy about it. Once, to the whack-a-mole perspective of it, it always popping up. If I'm trying to look through cars and this thing keeps popping up and beeping and like, and, and first off, I know 90% of the time it's not a person. So it's like, it's just, it reminds me of an old Dave Chappelle uh, thing he did a while ago, if the internet was a real place. And yeah. he had people like jumping in his face like there are pop-ups. He's like uppercutting them out of his way. Dude, that's like, awesome. Just, Chat's great, but it should be in the corner and it should be there if I need it. And if I need it, the way that I really look at chat and the way that I think it would work best, we always have, they have sales staff and your sales staff is not usually not all working all at the same time. I feel you should treat your customer that's on your website the same way that you would treat your customer who just walked in the door. They're no less important. So if there's a customer on your website asking questions through the chat, why not have your salespeople who are probably on their phone? You probably got one on your phone on their phone at least at a time to answer that chat and treat that person just like a human, just like they would if they walked in your front door. Because there's no dealership that if somebody walked in their front door, they're going to let a, a robot take them. You're going to send your salesperson to handle them right away. So I want to ask the question, how does, how does this actually work? Let's say there's a customer on the website and somebody's in the chat. Are they in the BDC, in the dealership? Are they 100,000 miles away? What does that really look like? Varies by dealership. Varies by dealership, varies by chat provider. Uh, there are some who provide AI chat where after X amount of questions or certain keywords, it'll get turned over to where it is just a lead grabber or might turn over to somebody in the dealership. It varies by dealership. Uh, so it depends. It, it really depends. What do you recommend? And I know there's a price level here, but wouldn't it behoove the business to have somebody in the building that it mimics, hey, you just walked in the door? I mean, Absolutely. That's, yes. That's my perspective. That's what he's saying, though. Okay. He's saying yeah. just use your sales reps that are standing right. there doing nothing okay, anyway. Right. All right. So, but, but with that, it, it is so imperative that when you when you take that step, that you work backwards to work forward. You have that process in place to say okay we're gonna do this 
but okay, this is how we're going to do it. Because now what happens, if you're going to have the salespeople or your BDC or whomever that's in-house, because now what happens when someone is sitting in front of them and now everyone's getting pinged on a Saturday that there's that there's 20 people in chat. What happens now? Who's going to take that? What's going to happen now? What's the fallback? Because going back, uh, and Chris, I know you and I know Kevin Fry. They implemented this really well at Weiler, and it got it got so successful that they actually had to tell their salespeople, okay, you are not allowed to take the chats on your days off or when you have people in front of them because now people in front of them when they're at their desk are like, oh, hold on one second, I got to take this chat. It was working so well for them. So not only making that process beforehand, but also editing it and revising it to make sure it's as successful as possible. Because chat works really, really well when there's a human behind it, but also understanding, okay, what what is our process? So yes, it works really, really well when there's actual people answering it. But also training your staff, because if you just flat out someone chats, you're like, okay, yeah, well, tell me your name. You can't just bombard the customer and say, give me all your information without first asking questions to figure out what they actually need and spending the time to know their why, what right. they're looking for, I've because it might too. be a mom that's like- You can't just dump to data gathering. Yeah. Because that's not it, how life is. No, yeah. no, well, really don't why. And I'll tell you what's interesting is, okay, so here's the, here's the bridge. In transportation logistics, we have carriers looking for loads. When a carrier wants to book a load, they don't want to go through, okay, here's my social security number and here's all this crap. First, I just want to know. I want to know if I want this load. Okay? Right? And so there's this interesting uh, correlation between, you know, hey, here's what I'm looking for. Can we stop with your needs and start with mine? Right. And I think that boils down to, and this is goes with any process, right? People just want things to be reciprocal. You give, I give, and it works both well for both of us. Uh, and then just ease of use as we're moving towards this sort of telescopic time period of invention and the way things are moving faster and faster and faster in increments. Our time becomes more valuable, more valuable, more valuable. And I don't, people don't have time to do X, Y, and Z to get A, right? It should be a much more linear process to get to that. And I think that's across the board, whether that is transport, sales, no matter what it is. Right. Okay, I know I know we got to go, but yeah. just real quick, I'm I'm dying to see a, oh, a yeah. thumbs up. Oh, yeah. I want to see a website that's thumbs up, and then I want to then I'll throw one out. I've got a local dealership here that uh, has a Chevy truck. I've been looking at. I need a truck too. So, uh, can we can we look at a real website just real quick? Is I'm going to show. I, I'd like to show you a, a website of a client of ours and something that that they've done and that they've changed that's different than a lot of other dealerships that they're having a lot of success with. Um, yeah. It's the Walt Massey Group. You can uh, look them Walt up. Massey. Okay. And one thing that Walt right. Massey did was, as Brooke was talking about the, the, the whack-a-mole thing with the button overload. So instead of having, you know, oh God, some dealerships, if you go to their vehicle listing ad, so they had so, some might have ten to twelve different buttons to press. So if you go to uh, Walt Massey and just go to like their new vehicles, any other, or go to the pre-owned vehicles, anyone doesn't really matter. So if you go to, to their vehicles, go scroll down a little oh, bit. So if, hey, first pop-up. That's, from Google. that's, from, Google. So that's right. from Google. That's Google. That's Google. That's from Google. That's Thank not from you. them. Oh, uh, dang it. Okay, I'm going to hit yeah, block. You. They want to know who you are. So just go down a little bit. Okay. So scroll as you can see, right from the top, it, right from the top, you can see mm-hmm. that they have the Express Walt Massey. But uh, click view details at any of their 
their their vehicles. As you so can let's see let's stop here real quickly, Chris. Notice yeah. how they only have one CTA on their SRP, which is search results page. Like there's only one. Normally you see like six. Well, really like four usually. So there's only one there. Right. So that's why I wanted to point out that something that they're doing very well is they cut out this button overload of click here for price, click here for trade, click here for right. info, click here to talk to this person, I'm click here for finance, click here yeah. for like. It's very simple. It's very easy. It's not this button overload. And that's something that they've done very differently and have been very successful at it where most other dealerships right now, it's just like, it's too much. Ooh, look at this slider too. Is this privacy thing pretty standard? And like, cause I see this a lot. Yeah, that's GLBA FTC. You have to have it. I'll click accept. I don't need to hit decline. You can do either way. Does it matter? These are cookies. Block it. Yeah. Okay, so now I got my price slider. Yeah. And I'm not like getting a bunch of pop-ups and very easy. It very looks like you're writing a letter and all this stuff, right? Let's look up uh Jay, open up another Small. tab there. Type in uh Fletcher Toyota. Okay. Please. I was going to say And as he's pulling this up with all of, like we're going to get this is a holder showing itself but with Google Analytics 4, you can as long as they're following what's called the Automotive Standards Council ASE spec, you can A-B test the crap out of this to see, okay, hey, with the chat button, if we moved it over here, if we change this here, if we move it off mobile, you can test all the, you can test to their heart's content to see how everything's working if you move something around. So that's what's so great with like, if you have someone like Chris or myself to like go through all this stuff, I mean, you can, yeah, you can have a lot of fun with this stuff. Yeah, it's very easy to, to move things around. So all righty, we already have, so stop right here. I don't know what dealership I'm even looking at because there's a ginormous pop-up yep. in my face that just says Smart Path Buy Your Next Toyota Online. Yep. Oh, and sorry. I, it says right down there in the little words, Frank, uh, Frank Fletcher. Yeah. So I've already, I already want to jump off the site. Yeah. But go, well, I will the, say that, I mean, what, what else would I be doing here? But maybe, here's the maybe. question I've got now here, because Toyota, if you guys remember, made this big push during COVID that we don't put new cars on the lot anymore. You just order them online. So could this be the OEM stuffing it down the dealer? Yeah, that's what is Smart this? Path is, and it's a push yeah. for that. Uh, but that doesn't mean it works right. anymore. Hey, yeah. Toyota's like, whoa, 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 forget about Frank. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. Come, come we don't really care. So so Frank has the the option to remove this. Is that what you're saying? Or not? It depends. It depends. We don't know how to uh, unless Chris, you know, I don't. Toyota it, it OEMs are weird. Yeah, it depends on their the agreement with OEM and also their website provider and stuff like that. So like, I, I'm not. We'd have to scroll down to find well, that. I'm just comparing because I don't know. But back to Walt Massey. When I opened up Walt Massey, I didn't see this. Walt Massey is a new car dealer. Yeah. Is that correct? I'm yes. at Walt Massey, and I'm going to be shopping at Walt Massey here. Hulu jumped in front of Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right, let's click it and see what happens next. And here's their main homepage now, right? So um, not the worst. Not the worst. They have their buying center there. Nothing's really popping up. Their chat hasn't popped up yet, which is great. There's, I don't even see a chat. Uh, me neither. But um, what you don't see is you've got to scroll. So you scrolled three times now four mm. times to even get down to here. Mm. See, there's nothing about us. So think how many mm. scrolls you're getting to get down to all of this. Mm. Now you mm. do have a, like sales. you've got the search oh, inventory up there. So I don't you even You really see draw chat. attention to the sales, but yeah, I, well, I guess I got to go back up. Honey, go back up to the top yeah, so and type go in to, your go, go to any of their inventory. Let's go to pre-owned because that's what we were on with Walt Massey. Right. 
And oh. clicking any of their cars doesn't really matter. Or view all pre-owned. Yeah, like and I want to be very whoa, clear whoa, here is whoa, we're whoa. also Jesus. Who's uh, uh, taking pictures out in the parking lot? Okay, but so, uh, I hate Brooks, that the picture goes Brooks. away when I hover it. Oh well. Brooks. Let's view details. I just want to really quickly when you're up there. Oh, wow, we got some large ass pictures here. Um, oh. Also, keep in mind we are looking on desktop. Majority of people One, don't look on two, desktop. Totally. Three, yeah. Four, five. And I meant normal. So six. yeah, you're right. Yeah. Go down a little bit. So I can see six buttons already. Seven with Carfax. Seven with Car and yeah. Oh, oh, wait, wait. We just got more. Hello. Seven buttons. Why did there that pop up? Oh. It's, it's just how this is how this this just, website yeah. provider is. Making yeah. me did. Brooke, you're saying that most people do this on their phone. On their phone, yeah. Okay. Most every so often right. you'll see a, a one-off where a store where they're going to be searching more on desktop. The majority are going to be on mobile. And I said now, that when you went to the menu, the menu was like what ten miles long. Think on mobile, that's going to cut off. Yeah. Now, unless it's not a responsive site, which this is not a responsive site. Dealer.com is not a responsive site. So they're going to have. What I mean by responsive is that when you go on desktop versus mobile with a laptop or. Uh, uh, tablet, tablet, you're going to have a different uh, experience. Yeah. So this, they may have a different menu on uh, uh, their mobile device. So that being mm -hmm. said, is that that long, long menu might be different on mobile. All to say is that if that menu is the same, think how far it's going to cut off like halfway down your phone. So that's another thing mm -hmm. to think about is like, it oh is. my Everything's gosh. really big. Yes. Yeah, and it's, it's really to try big. it. The reason for that is they're trying to make that mobile friendly. Okay. And so when they go to mobile, they don't because you've got to gotcha. on dealer.com right. sites, you have to make mm -hmm. it such that, uh, yeah, because it's not mobile friendly. Let's just best way I can phrase it. So gotcha. let's, let's just look at this. What do we have here? We have C2 available specials, confirm availability. First off, if the car is on your website, why do I need to confirm availability? Whoa. Oh, There's gosh, 19 in transit and four on the lot. Look at that transportation. Oh, yeah. So wow, they, that's they, interesting. let's assume it's not there. Toyota Care, I see one, two, three, four, five, six. Again, six things right here for me to click that's either going to take me off of where I am or take me away from this. I don't like the button overload. I look, I like a more seamless. And you don't have real photos. That's a stock image photo. Yeah, of course. Too. And statistically, people are not going to click on that when it's a stock image, and it's very, very blurry on top of that. It's not. I was a, thinking that, too. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. very... It, it, it's I feel like I'm in meta without <laughs> in, right without a just a torso um. <laughs> and and with that so going down to these confirmed offers so God. I uh this Fletcher is this thing I don't know Kansas City rolls I could just speak to I, I don't know this but normally OEMs won't allow if you've got specials on here you have to qualify this so when you do the specials I think it was you click on specials one more time here two available specials. Uh, the two available specials up there I love the point is if you can see where I'm right there yeah it says like the military, usually you can't oh, put yeah, military okay, yeah. and college grad unless they qualify for that is okay. usually how most states are. I don't know where this state is, uh, but normally you can't have those unless they actually qualify for that. Now, Toyota oh, might be I different see. from the OEMs. That's another thing to like from a DO, uh, it just depends on the OEM as well and the state. Maybe they're just trying to advertise that there's other <laughs> options. Hey yeah. guys, sorry to be the party pooper here, but oh, I think no. we're up on the time. It's 1140. So this yeah. is good. We're gonna. Uh, we either need to continue or come on your show. But either well, way, I think this both. is amazing. We can do both. Right? Yeah. This is we'll do both. Great. So my yeah, my takeaway here is, as I'm watching this, I'm thinking, if I'm a dealer and I have Brooke or Chris come to me and say, mm -hmm. "Let me look at your website," I'm like, these guys have so much to deal with on a daily basis that I have no idea about. So I become more empathetic, right? 
I mean, they need help. And Chris, PCG, Brooke, BZ, tell me BZ. BZ Consultants. Yep. BZ, BZ Consultants. Consultant How do we get a hold of you guys? Because somebody's going to watch this and going to have to deal with their website now. I know that's going to happen. Absolutely. You can give me a call directly on my cell phone. Uh, I don't know if I could put a link in this. Uh, I can. I'll just type it. Perfect. Uh, and also, uh, you could message me on LinkedIn uh, or also email me at chris.discanio at pcgcompanies.com. Now, you- do, me, do me a favor. That was pretty fast. I'm a little <laughs> slow this morning. I switched to sync. What's the cell phone number? <laughs> Sure. Uh, let me give you my Google Voice number. I didn't even call that. It's 954-266-8062. And the email address was? Chris.Descanio at PCGcompanies.com. Perfect. And Brooke? And my easiest, I'm literally everywhere on social media, everywhere. Uh, just look for Brooke Furnace. I'm there. My so everyone, I think at this point knows my cell phone. You can find me anywhere, and uh, I it's easiest. I can probably just send you over my link app, and that's got and everything on it. Well, I tell you, and, and I know that I have some of this stuff. Check this out. Keep talking. I'm just going to share and, the screen. Yeah, and my uh, email is just Brooke at bzconsultantsgroup.com. Just like my, just my my company name, but Brooke at BZ Consultants Group. And like I said, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on, hey, hey, that's me. That is me. That is me. There you are. And so, and I shared the link to the podcast. Uh, and oh, here we, here's, oh, some, yeah, here's some of the brochure info. Yes. BZ that, that, Consultants Group. Info at BZ Consultants Group. That, that will come that to me as well. Be. Yeah. And if you, awesome. you want to reach me directly, just switch out that info to Brooke, B-R-O-O-K-E. And that will go to me. And that that number is to the company. Uh, if no one picks up, it goes to me as well. So, really, mm. really any way you can find Hard it. Like to I, uh, yeah, it's I'm everywhere. I get told that a lot. So, wow. <laughs> great show, guys. Thank you so much for your time, you. education. Yeah. This is a very informative. Something Jay's right when he said we. This is something we new to us. This so is why you. we love doing this. It would yeah. seem like yeah, this is great. And you guys were great. Yeah. Wow, so much information. <laughs> I can't believe it's 11:40. So yeah, we better roll. All right, you got your podcast coming up. Chris, thank you so much. Brooke, thank you so much. And then let's be in touch and do another show sometime. Yes. Thank you so much. Super appreciate awesome. it. Okay. Great day. Thank you. thank you. Thank you very much. I'll put you in the waiting room. Thank you very much. And uh wow. So wow. Wasn't that that was wild. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I feel like we just went to like a water park. Oh wow. And we took some crazy. rides we never ridden before. Man, and they were fun, fun rides. That was uh, fun. We need to do a we- recap and a forward thinking real quick. Yeah, uh, let's do that. This week cool. we had an amazing show Tuesday night. Remember that? I-A-R-A, Roundtable. Oh, yeah, the Roundtable show. That was cool. Which yeah. We had, uh, <clears throat> who did we have? Doug Haddon. We had. Uh, oh, my gosh. So and we started with We had Jose. the ladies. Remember the la- David Sutton, Jose. Breaking news with Jose. Breaking then, news, which was let's let's repeat the breaking okay, news. Okay, breaking news was why marketing. Okay, they're going. They're yeah. going to be into remarketing now. Big big That's deal. Yeah, so they're going really to be That's moving right. around a lot of cars. Stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. We started with Jose, and I believe it was David Sutton Motway and Scott Cole and, and Doug Scott Haddon. Cole and Doug Head. Yeah, that was an amazing conversation. That, we brought, that was a show right there. That was a show right there. This but, is a three-segment And that was show. more, it was, it was a three-segment show. And that was high-level auto remarketing auctions and dealers. Then, 
to deliver on the round table on the energy, we added Becky Anderson Cars Recon, Aria Talk Talkin RCG Logistics, and Gigi Ferris Hanson Adkins Auto Logistics, and they are all going to be at the show <laughs> next week where you're going to be. Right there, and, and, that's where we're heading next Gigi, week. Tuesday. Okay, and and here's what happened. We'd like to talk about the, the what happens. Gigi already wants to do a segment with Dave. Mm. Live with you. Okay. Plus, on Wednesday, when we do live coverage, uh, Kelly Bianchi, founder of Grow, co-founder of Grow, wants to also do a live segment with us. And that doesn't I mean, even include what we'll do Tuesday night, which is the day you get in Chicago to the roundtable. So. Looking forward to summer roundtable. Wow. Uh, so yeah, great show Tuesday night. That's going to launch us into next week. We're going to be doing IARA, consignment, consigners, consignment, remarketing, big topics that I get excited about. Uh, I, I was thinking I, again, oh, I just want to say this, because who asks, dude, who asks, what's a consigner? You know, we talk about expectations and assumptions. I love to point this out because I feel like this gets missed a lot. Yeah. You know... Every, anybody in the club at the round table already knows what a consigner is and doesn't even think to ask if anybody doesn't know. Right. Nobody says that. And right. we're here to point out, hey, not everybody knows what a consigner is. Right. Just like why, if you so guys you know, know what you, a high rail is? No. Exactly. No. You could say, right. yeah, who knows what a high rail is and yeah. how many cars does it haul? Yeah, but dude. if you start really looking at this, the... The more, the more everybody knows about what's going on, the smoother things will go, and probably the faster you'll get your money. Do you, and you, you want to hear, right. since it's the that end group. of Cars in the Movie, you want to hear, like, pre-weekend secret? Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, a lot of carriers are worried that nobody at the auction cares of what's going on in the transport parking lot. And I'm getting more worried that they're right. Mm -hmm. Nobody cares. Mm -hmm. And if that is true, holy crap. Well, again, you know, it's kind of like everything true, we talk man. everything we talk about. I'm sure it's different at different auctions, different states, different things like yeah, that. There, I'm sure there are auctions I'm that sure genuinely do for what's going on. We just transport. can't seem to find them. Right. Well, here's I don't what know here's why. Yeah. Well, it's it, going to be just like the uh, take it, the take repo it yards. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, know. this this was a topic. I'm gonna have to get my hammer back out, my auction hammer. Ago, <laughs> that the repo lot was full, and we just we just got breaking news this week that the repo lots are full again. I know. Okay, you're right. And did and, you see that email? Did I you know. See the email and the thread and the phone call and the everything that went into this email well, to, to get to the bottom of how many cars are on one guy's lot that are supposed to go to the auction that are still there. Oh my god! They don't and, have these are these are oh man. And how about the finger pointing? Work. How about the finger pointing <clears throat> that the repo lots really do want to be full? I'm like, dude, they don't want to be full, and they're like, yeah, they do. Oh my gosh! And around, where's the hammer? Round and round. And oh, we go. No. We so now we, we got to get the repo hammer back out. We got to get an auction hammer. I don't oh, want to do Lord. these things. Bells and whistles. We need sirens. This is what I mean. Like with Brooke and Chris, if we're actually going to make change, we're going to have to throw out the dude. You guys, we're going to have to pull down the wallpaper and get nuts. 
There's too many people just trying to sit around and act all, you know, drinking their cup of tea and, you know, talking. And that's BS. Nothing's happening. Yeah. Uh, you know, mm. like, what? And this, and, and Everybody have a great it, weekend. It's the, <laughs> it's the tea drinkers that <laughs> want to keep us out. Thank you for joining it's ATI, crazy. Cars on the Move oh. Friday. Have a oh great weekend. Oh, my gosh, and yeah. Thank you guys so worry. much. There's no yeah. problems. Yeah, there no, are no every, problems. Everything, everything is, is great perfect. because we have technology <laughs> and AI. Oh, God. <laughs> just oh, keep man. her trucking. Just, where's so my car? Funny, I need him here dude. now. Come on, buddy. This Come is on. such a great way to end it. So <laughs> it is a great show. And, and here's what's like. You're going to be live next week at IARA, and I have no idea what's going to happen. I'm going to, I didn't tell you this, I'll tell you live. My, one of my goals here at this uh, conference is to have an exclusive interview with Mark Coleman live on ATI during wow. the conference. That's a genius so idea. I'm going to try to put that together. I know idea. he's busy. I know yeah. he's got a lot going on. Real but, busy. Uh, yeah. If anybody's watching this and has any polls, our buddy Jose, idea. he knows. Jose knows. Mm. Jose knows Mark. So hopefully we could maybe bring a Jose and a Mark combo. But I do want to. <clears throat> say thank you to IARA some yeah. round table, especially Absolutely. Mark Coleman. Been all so the friends we've made over wow. the years and all the people that, I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. The things that ATI has accomplished with IARA is amazing. Oh. And I also, hey, in the live chat, questions imposed says, hey, industry movers to me and you. And Charles says he didn't know until he started watching ATI and about the consigner. So look, we did it. There we you actually, go. We hey, actually, we I, can encourage and I, educate I, one person. I, we did, I'm going to say something it. really dangerous here. Go I don't think it. anybody at the IARA informs new people of what a consigner is. Because <clears throat> everybody already knows. It's. I think it's the password. But well, and it is a club, you it's know. Slide yeah. what's, what's, what's the password? Uh, hmm. Consigner? Consigner. Remarketing. Yeah, we're working. Okay, you're in. Let's go. Yeah. Yes. Woo. All right. Well, uh, Charles, right. we appreciate your questions. We just got canceled. Yeah, we always yeah, get canceled. Always get it's canceled. a regular thing. Right. But I think uh, we are, ATI is making some huge progress, and oh, I do believe. We do. That's what's We cool. do care about the industry. We care we really so do. much. We make a lot of wisecracks and sometimes say stuff that we might regret later. But as a whole... I do believe we are very passionate about this well, industry and want to see everybody make money and be well, successful. And, be and, I, and I'll tell you what, and, and truth is, everybody has these conversations. It's just that we do it on camera. Whoops. <laughs> Peace out. Have a good yeah, one. Thanks, everybody. Have a weekend, buddy. Thanks so much. All right, get out of here. All right, we want to thank everybody for tuning in, saying hello. Thanks for jumping in the live chat. If you missed the show live, please do uh, watch it later, comment, like, share, tell your friends. And we really mean it, man. We're really trying to help. I know it seems like, and there's some people are really getting it. Don't don't uh, don't think that there aren't. We have some we have some really passionate friends, and you can see what happened today with dealer websites cleanup with Chris and Brooke. Uh, you know, we're in different verticals, but they understand what we're trying to do. So if you understand what we're trying to do, please tune in. Please connect with us. We have a lot of friends out there, and uh, and we're here to mix things up because, you know, just sitting around drinking tea, thinking everything's perfect, it's just not working. Take care, everybody. Have a great weekend. We'll see you soon. Thanks. <laughs>